0: It's the Tillcast,
1: episode three eighty three, Team Corgi, and this week, guys, we talked some Division two updates from of Battle How Tech, does this Work. Pathfinder, Throne Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales, Token and Total War: Warhammer two. How does this work? Stay tuned. Oh my
2: God, Corgies. He, he that
0: seemed weak.
2: Uh, well, for you, I was. I was strong. I came on strong, and- uh,
0: At least we didn't want it to get yeah. splashy. Well, it does. It's the TiltCast, and we're back. We're getting yeah. splashy over here. Mm. Splashy. Hey,
1: and we age? also wear our sunglasses at night, because uh-huh. you guys are dorks.
0: Apparently. Hey, it is, uh, is, it? is it? June 28th. Is it? Yes. It is. At about 9.24 p.m. Yeah. Give or take a few minutes. Give or take a minute or so. Right. And we are back after, uh, still not posting the last episode. I know, fuck me, I've just been busy as hell, so. So, um, just for uh, the uninitiated, we're gonna talk about 30 minutes of bullshit, shit. and then Maybe we're gonna talk about longer. some video games. Um, so starting with that bullshit. Rusty, what have you been so busy doing?
2: Shit, fuck, what haven't I been fucking doing? It's called
0: work. Yeah, pretty much. And then
1: doing more work. Building your grandma a computer. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, that makes sense
0: fucking, now. Yeah. Why did I, I been, not connect that dot?
2: Been building fucking a computer to ship across the goddamn country, um, and of course, it, it's not just a simple simple thing of just build the computer and ship it. Like, no, I got to make sure that fucking Windows is activated using her key, uh, and then I had a USB key that or USB files. The files on USB, basically. And she's like, these are all the files I want put back on the, on the computer, which is basically everything. Uh, all of her pictures, all of her Which everything.
1: had to be virus scanned first. Though. Oh, yeah. of
2: course. I mean, I had to make sure that that shit was clean, right?
1: Um, did your grandma give you her porn? No, no. she did not, but, but she Grandma has a bad habit of... Uh, she likes screen she, savers. She likes screen savers, and she likes installing all those Remember Damn those? toolbars!
2: Remember those
1: screensavers? Man. Right.
2: Um, I mean, I set
0: rotating backgrounds. Yeah,
2: well, I, yeah, I, I don't even do that. When I don't use my
1: fucking computer, my monitor turns off. It's pretty simple. Um, yeah. But she likes toolbars. If it asks her to download a toolbar, she says. Yes. But
2: isn't every grandma yeah, that way? Yeah, my grandma does the same thing. Yeah, it's like, isn't every grandma, it's like, oh, there's this button on the screen that says, you need to run this virus scan now, or your computer is
0: infected. It's an ad. Well, you uh, know, a year ago, but, I uninstalled a gateway <laughs> toolbar from my grandma's computer. Oh, a gateway oh, toolbar. Oh, my
2: gosh. We, you
0: installed it? No, I removed it. Oh. oh. And then I promptly went through and updated the shit out of
1: it.
2: Yeah, that's funny. That's yeah. Funny.
1: Um, well, yeah, you know, half those things are so full of fucking malware that...
2: Well, that's the thing. I, I mean, just couldn't
1: believe she found a gateway toolbar.
2: Yeah, well, I could find a bunch. Like, Dude, there was... you can still
1: find a Netscape toolbar. Indeed.
2: Uh, there is so many. I, I saw a computer that I worked on at one point that had like 40-some toolbars. Like half the screen was toolbars. Uh, the bottom half of the screen was the actual web page, which was, of course, popping up ads everywhere. And you're not um, kidding, are you? No, I'm not. This is this,
0: this is, is owned a thing by that business? I've, I've worked on, uh, and it was running on their network. Uh, yeah, it with was, their credit card information or whatever. Craziness. That I, just seems like
2: it took just it took asking a for it. It took a while to fill, uh, fix that one. It was one of those systems where I looked at it. I looked at the owner of the system. I said. It's gonna take me six hours to even work on this, or we can cut the crap and spend one hour and reinstall Windows. Freaking just nuke it from orbit because that's the only
0: way to be sure. Uh, it was. There's stuff. There's stuff in the registry that, that you're not yeah, gonna find. There's like because you're gonna to have to figure out how to uninstall each one of those cleanly. Cleanly, right? Yeah. So what? It's not just like run adware. No. Or ad aware or whatever, right? There like, was, after you, when you have that much, like that cleans up like a chunk. And then there's everything else that's just embedded in there. It, like it is like uh, a tick on a dog. Like yeah. it's just like it's hidden somewhere. It is. Oh, I yeah. had to and use. Those
1: things put, those things put quote unquote install files everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, so literally, you could have 20 different files on your computer with one or 20 different folders on your computer with one single freaking file from this goddamn toolbar hmm. just so it roots itself somewhere.
2: The The toolbars have gotten good. You know, the malware has gotten really good over the years where if you could try to find it and uh, and uninstall it, even if you're using an un- uninstaller of some sort. Uh, it's going to notice that there's files missing, and it will have its install files squirreled away someplace else. Notice it's missing, reinstall the thing. So you all in the background, right? You uninstall something, and it says you need to restart. You restart, it says, oh, it's missing this file. Let me reinstall it for you. Boom, done. You know, and the virus back. grandma's computer wasn't nearly that bad because i had actually worked on it last time right (laughs) i worked on it last year and i told her
1: explicitly told her don't click on i agree or yes or or install
0: yeah install this no just stop don't do it uh so she's i wonder if there's a program out there that'll send you an email that says so-and-so has agreed to install do you accept uh, there isn't a grandparent watcher that I'm aware of. That's gotta um, be that's gotta that's gotta be a multi million dollar industry right the there. Only, yeah. the grandparent thing, watcher 2.0. Uh, yeah, the you, only you know thing you the only thing you
1: could do, and I did this for for my grandfather at one point before he passed away. Yeah, it, I literally was the primary user on that freaking computer, and his was secondary. User I locked, account control. I locked his permissions out so bad <laughs> that he was calling me once, once every couple weeks. Yep. It's telling me I need to install this, but no. I can't do it. No. No, Grandpa, you don't need to install it. Just, no. just do this for me. Hit Alt F4. <laughs> See Please how it went away. Do it. Do it
2: as many times as you need to. <laughs> Um no. yeah. user account control is probably no. the only way to do that. And uh and then having remote access so that yeah. you can, now you, the, you can uh,
0: do that, but I really need to set up remote access on grandma's computer so I don't have to go over there so much. So, like I kinda like going over there, but it's usually to fix my grandma's computer. So yeah. if she
2: has a Gmail account, <sighs> yeah. Uh there is uh Chrome Remote Desktop. Start using that. It is totally free. It runs off of a uh, runs off of the Chrome browser. You don't have to install anything, and it gives you one-time access for a period of time so that you can do that shit or do remote you know, service from anywhere. And you it actually runs pretty smooth. Yeah, you just need to get a code from her from the first time, so you I... have her go to that website, click on get support,
1: and then it has like a six-digit code or whatever, and she gives that to yeah. you, and you're in. I used that with my dad a couple months ago. Yeah. It ran pretty smooth. Yeah. And my dad's internet sucks and it ran pretty smooth. Well, for me it's
2: it's oh. <laughs> I mean, she's half the country away, it's not like I can go there for a weekend and you know, and fix something. So yeah. uh that's that's gotta be a thing that I can do. Uh, but yeah, I got her computer all set up. It's it's a relatively basic system. It's just a little bit better than what we have for the podcast. Just a tiny bit better because it's got a... Because it's got a video card in it. Well, no, it doesn't, uh, this oh. one didn't have a video card. It has a 2400G. We already have a 2200G. So uh, it's,
0: just oh, a, little okay. so it's a little bit slower. So it's still integrated graphics. Yeah, yeah. It's so, still integrated graphics. Yeah, we're literally running it running youtube and then the display for the audio software right and then oh no uh, i was talking about grandma's computer no yeah. i'm just saying there's no reason to have a graphics card right for us yeah no, no we don't need it
2: uh but we've you know i've made sure that she got an nvme ssd for hers you know you know d de- running at decent speeds so now her system boots her the system i'm replacing boots in about a minute and a half it drives me crazy every time i work on it because i press the button and i have to go like make a coffee because that's how long it takes for it to boot the new one boots in seven seconds
1: so just just think about how mind-blowing that is oh yeah from when we were kids and we had our first pcs that weren't much better than 486s oh god i remember fucking putting floppy drives in there to actually load the os Uh, (laughs) Two and three minute OS boot times uh, You know Take you 20 minutes Connect to the fucking dial up internet Because it had to call fucking Seven or eight times
2: Uh, Yeah
1: so my um,
2: (laughs) Yeah Modem The the modem connect sound is uh, Is is my new uh, Alarm clock Is it Yeah that's I'm the to, to have nightmares, nightmares. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's the only thing that I know that's going to wake me up immediately so <laughs> it's pretty crazy I need to
1: steal that idea
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah yeah that, that happens um I'm
0: not going. I'm not going to do that to Jessica. She would just kill me in my sleep. That
2: just <laughs> She's like, what the fuck are you, you doing? You used to freaking wake up to Katamari Damashii. So <laughs> that
0: that just reminds me of. It's a great song, and I yeah, got to the point where it started to jam out. You know, it
1: that,
0: got me in a great mood every morning. Yeah, there you go. That
1: just takes me back to you know it taking like fifteen fucking minutes for like a. For like a one minute short little fucking porn clip. To,
2: oh yeah, well, and it was to
1: buffer and play on it, your.
2: It was it was never yeah. the best quality either. Um, oh
1: yeah, no, it was like worse than two forty yeah. p.
2: You were like, you are just sitting there going, eh, "That pixelated boob was really nice." <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> is I can't tell. Is is that the tit or is that just a freckle?
2: Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean uh growing up I'm gonna you know, I'm you know, I'm gonna say something sure. growing up I I watched uh, uh had the big fucking satellite dish systems. Uh and of course grandparents and parents didn't have the porn channels that you could actually like yeah. you know, get subscriptions for through that, but you could uh their, their system had a tuning ability for the you know for the uh, satellite so that you can kind of detune the channel just a tiny bit and get the scrambled version so yeah i watched a lot of scrambled porn when i was a kid oh yeah no my (laughs) my granddad's. you just needed to be you needed to have all kinds of imagination to figure out what you were
1: watching at that point (laughs) my granddad's dish was so big that the quote scrambled channel yeah just just looked like uh like a broadcast channel with like somewhat bad static. Like it was you. You could still mostly see it, but you know there was lots of reds and purples and dark colors and the and the
2: lines that would go oh, up the screen. Oh no, and, his
1: his would end up just being like just uh white and black, almost like static pixelization over it. Oh well, I mean, but I mean, he had one of those fucking. Uh, uh eight foot fucking
2: oh well so did so did grandma but these were digital channels so the the uh the channels that would come through that's like that tiny bit staticky. uh discolored it's not the greatest time of my life i'm telling you (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah um... i mean i i got all that shit taken care of i got my uh uh I packed up the entire fucking thing into a box, into the case box. You know, so I put the you know put everything into the case box, and then sealed that bitch up, and then I fucking put it into a slightly bigger box and wrapped that fucker in packing peanuts. I threw the uh, motherboard box in there with all the extra cables and everything, and I taped the freaking USB stick that had all our files on it and I put that in there. You know, just taped it onto the inside of the box. Filled that fucker with packing peanuts. Like I had packing peanuts from some some other shipment that I got. Fucking filled that motherfucker with it. Hope she likes it because I hate those fucking things. I really do hate packing peanuts or so get everywhere.
1: I love the UPS store chicks. Yeah, and you, I, John, I get there and, there and I'm packing like packing peanuts.
2: I put the fucking uh, I put the thing in the scale and she's like, okay, what's in it? And I said it's a computer. And she's like, so how's it packed? Is it put you know? Is it packed well? And I'm like, yeah. I packed it with packing peanuts and then she just stops what she's doing. She was typing. She just stops. She just looks at me and she's like, you use packing peanuts with a computer? Are you aware that that's going to create a bunch of static? And I'm like, yes, I'm an IT professional. I know. There are built for this. I bought fucking electronics and it came in these. These were the the fucking you know, packing peanuts. They're pink. The yeah. uh, the difference is, if you ever look at packing materials for computers, especially stuff that's it's, you know, shipped, it's all anti-static.
1: It's the pink stuff that's anti-static. Well, not only that, but the pink stuff's not necessarily pink because it's anti-static. They actually use a different coating, yeah, on the outside of those peanuts,
2: so it doesn't generate that static. That
1: is more uh, silicon-based instead of. I don't know what Instead the fuck they make of foam that shit out of. Or whatever it is. I I know. I just know that if it's pink, it's yeah. probably for well, the silica coating's how they get around the static because silica doesn't generate static.
2: But then again, it's already sealed in another box and it's in a plastic bag and it's like it's basically set up so that if there is any static electricity, then it's just gonna yeah. it's gonna discharge the, before the customer you know before the, my customer. Wow, my grandma actually picks this fucker up.
1: Those so, packing peanuts also don't absorb water.
2: That's fine. I don't fucking care. I mean, honestly, it's insured, so if it doesn't work when she gets it, then we just, you know, build a new one, I guess. Um, <laughs> but got that's that fuck out of the it way. That's why so expensive. Insurance. Ooh, yeah, it was like fucking 80 bucks to ship that thing. Good God. But gosh. that
1: insurance is worth it. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. For so,
0: sure. Did you do anything else? Because you
1: know the second you don't buy it, some fucker in a ups warehouse is going to run a forklift fork right through the fucker
2: i've seen it happen <laughs> I, I have like on professional fucking shipping for the for my line of work fucking you know forty thousand dollar pieces of equipment with fucking like a forklift tine pushed right through it I'm like how could you know what the f-? you had to have known that that fucker
1: like was impaled yep. i mean you knew you fucked at up at that point at that point, it doesn't even matter if the component inside is damaged. Oh yeah, I'm stop lossing that bit. Oh yeah, just for the simple fact, you put a fucking fork, <laughs> fork truck, fork through it. We, like
2: we've gotten, we've gotten a uh, uh, there. There is a wall of shame in the uh, in the shipping <laughs> department for uh, for all the stuff that came through like that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, they refuse that shit. They just send it back to sender because I mean, obviously, we can't use it but of course they get a fucking, they get authorization to take a snapshot and it's on the wall of shame, like the shipping wall of shame. Nice. Um, but you know, <laughs> there's, you know, as far as other shit that I've done, like this, this week has been mainly just trying to get back on the fucking night, like, you know, night schedule, you know, everybody had, the fucking you know, trying to get back on the fucking diet, which, which is, my
1: wife has screwed up already. It's
2: completely fucking failed. I have to, um, yeah i'm resetting still uh yeah <laughs> and then uh and then the one fucking day the one fucking day that i had to myself last week you fucking call my ass up I'm like oh yeah no wait i didn't call your ass up it was your
1: it was your wife my wife called your ass
2: up she's like you want to go out to eat and i'm like i don't really want to like i don't want to deal
1: with life right now please just go away should we should we really fuck with rusty right now but granted my wife had some decent reasoning behind the request yeah we were down two children yeah yeah um so getting to spend getting to spend time with our best friend yeah Uh, With only one child in tow. One which is easily entertained by his tablet. Maybe a little too much so. Maybe. (laughs) A whole lot easier to come over to your house and hang out than it is with all three of them.
2: Yeah. yeah, And, And it was, I had to warm up to the idea because I was already looking at, this is my only day that I've got to myself since I got back from a fucking vacation and now I'm going to... Well, with your wife, it's more of like I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be doing. She says we're gonna go out to eat, and it could turn into a three o'clock in the morning fucking deal where we're shopping someplace, you know, <laughs> like something crazy like that, right? True. Um, but uh, the you guys came over, and we had some, you know, had some fun. I got to show off some more of my Beat Saber skills, uh, yeah. and then uh, then I wiped the fucking floor I with was... you tan.
1: I was I was resisting. Picking I picking up the chucks after you set them down. I
2: knew you wanted to. I was I, I basically but fucking had that shit open. I was still. trying
1: to like. My wife really wanted to play Catan. Uh, I'm 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 telling and, you, and I'm like, just come, uh, just just
2: know that if you end up coming over to you know, to my place, you're going to witness me playing Beat Saber, uh, because. I don't ever get to actually show the, uh, show that shit off and I think that I'm actually fairly decent at you it. You should stream. Um yeah, I'm not. I no. <laughs> I'm not going to stream. I don't have the streaming setup for it. Um and because because of the nature of the game, it's it's music. It means that it gets fucking copyright locked real quick. You know, especially considering uh, I'm you know, downloading modded songs and whatnot. So, uh, so basically streaming that shit, I tried to stream it to YouTube at some points. Um, but YouTube within like a half an hour says, "Ah, no, fuck you. That's got like all of the fucking copyrighted content in it. So you can just go screw yourself. Um, so I know, uh, I know for sure that streaming that particular game is not going to happen where, you know, anytime soon. Yeah. Um, I do, you know, I do end up getting a bunch of, um, uh, and try to make recordings, but every time I try the recording, something fucks up. So, you know, I, I, I do what I can, yeah. but it's, I, I've got it set up right now so that it's, it would be easy to play, you know, in a party setting, just kind of like have a shared yeah. headset thing and, you know, just do that. So, you know. Just need people to come over. I'm I'm kind of in a weird spot where I don't want people to come over because I'm fucking antisocial and you know an introvert, uh, and I kind of want to show people show people that I can actually play this game.
1: But, well, I'll probably be trying to work that out for next weekend because next week at work is vacation week. Ooh, so, so I have to basically so you... run things myself for oh. the most part. Oh boy all week oh joy so i'm probably gonna need to be like baby i love you but but i'm gonna go spoon <laughs> spoon rusty he's i need come, to de-stress i'm he, gonna go spoon he, rusty. he's gonna
2: come over and cuddle and we'll play beat saber together uh <laughs> yeah we will <laughs> we'll beat sabers that's for sure <laughs> You, i
3: can't respond
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is why you need to sit at your fucking microphone you
0: do he, he is trying
1: to control dog
0: so i have a hyperactive deaf puppy that does not respond to calling and barely responds to pointing there she goes again yeah every time rusty talks their hand she's like oh that looks interesting
1: all right yeah all right that that is gonna be a big problem with well (laughs) at least for the short term with lola because let's face it all of us talk with our hands that is true yeah she just needed to know that i wasn't talking to her so damn it go to sleep (laughs) um go the fuck to sleep did you do much else other than us bothering you?
2: No, no. I mean, I played the fuck out of Catan. I've never... I hadn't played that game in years and, like, had to forget. I forgot everything. Yeah. I forgot so, how that game worked. I didn't even know there was a longest road card. We, I didn't remember it until she was like, I'm gonna win. Uh, and I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm, so, I'm gonna so steal that shit. So if you've ever
1: played Catan, basically it's just it's a random map. Each map has a has an element to it, yeah. Please don't go into the rules of Catan. You, yeah. spend, you spend half an hour. But the main hour. the main point I'm trying to get to is each one of those each one of those element points on the map has a random number value assigned to it, and that's number you have to roll to get that particular resource. Yes. Rusty and I had a premium on the what should be high property roll resources. Oh yeah. Instead. We spent more than half of the game struggling to keep our heads above water. While she's, like, swimming in sheep. <laughs> yeah. While my wife's getting threes rolled out the ass. Mm, yeah. It's low probability um, rolls. And um, uh, because you've got two dice. So with two dice, your highest probability rolls are basically five through nine. Pretty much. Um, And Rusty and I had the five through nines fucking son of a bitch right he beat me by like two or three turns because you i know finally he started getting eights to roll
2: all i needed was sheep that's all i needed <laughs> like i had the sheep port set up and i was like i'm ready to actually turn sheep into wood man i'm just gonna like mulch these motherfuckers uh and i just couldn't get any fucking sheep and then i got sheep and i'm like all right motherfuckers yeah. it's it's
1: go time. I I had I had premiums on, on stone and on wheat, and them fucking fives and sixes went roll for a goddamn. Thing. I
2: know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's hands fun, but I mean, it for me, it is probably the, uh, uh, it it's one of the only board games that I can play and not get
1: super pissed about. Oh, like,
2: yeah. you know, if you ever played Risk against me you've also seen me flip over a table uh because that's well, pretty much how i
1: play i mean i've game. seen you almost destroy a controller over risk um
2: uh, the 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 last time i played risk was actually in uh when we were on xbox 360 playing risk factions yes still a great game oh yeah i mean I, it's uh, I'm sure that I got somebody calling, you know, that called the apartment complex on me because I, at multiple times, stood up, stared at the fucking TV and screamed because <laughs> Rambo kept killing my fucking, uh, my armies. Uh, yeah,
1: roll, roll probabilities on that game could screw you hard. Yeah, but, yeah. You could be doing, alright, you could be one of the two best fuckers on the board, Yeah, and then all of a sudden... Rambo one Kitty. roll
2: probability. Rambo Kitty is. It was always Boom. Rambo Kitty, and it was. It was almost always fucking. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was almost always Holt. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that had Rainbow Kitty going on. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it was just one of our buddies that we used to play that shit. We used to fucking play all kinds of like Xbox arcade games. Yeah. Like, fucking Risk Factions was an Xbox arcade game. We played uh, tr- uh, Trenched or Iron Brigade or whatever the fuck it's yep. called.
1: Iron Brigade now. Uh, yeah. And
2: then uh, we used to play uh, fucking... I remember we used to play fucking Texas Hold'em. You know, yeah. we, we had that fucking Card Night thing going on, and we played Texas yeah. Hold'em online, which was... Played that, play do now. Yeah.
1: Shit. We played all the arcade shit just because it was we would do that on nights where um we'd been playing basically MW2 yeah. like all week and we just needed to and we need just a break. needed a break yep or uh you know we we get in the first couple of games are nothing but campers and noobtubers and we're like who wants to go play risk right <laughs> because that was better than dealing with that shit yep um, that was the days where you were trying to get me away from WoW,
2: which was uh, yeah, yeah. It was that was a thing
0: we successfully did. Yeah. So getting back around, Jason, did you do anything interesting this week?
2: Oh
1: fuck!
0: Well, I mean, um,
2: oh, she loves
1: you. This dog is just outside like, of uh, i gonna chew on you outside ear. of work and getting back into a certain game I'll discuss here in a minute. Um, not. Not a ton. I ended up so actually the morning after the we morning. hung out with Rusty. Morning after we spooned, got it. Yeah. Um <laughs> those those storms rolled through Sunday morning early. I slept right through. Those fuckers fucked my shit up. My neck locked up faster than I can't hardly get out of bed Sunday morning.
0: The mm. youngest person at the table always has like, bone problems when it he's gets like storms. Uh, uh. My so, knees! My oh, knees!
1: I need to get my cane well, out <laughs> I would say while all of us sonny, were pretty while all of us were pretty stupid in our youth. Um Okay, sonny. <laughs> I do have I do have arthritis in one knee from ligament tears. I do have back in my
0: day Jason McCracken. Oh.
1: I do have arthritis in my shoulders from dislocations, oh, from playing football. The pain, the And both because knees. of those, I also have neck problems. Go figure. Barefoot through glass. Um, <laughs> I I do not kid when I when I say I may only be thirty four, but I have the fucking joint problems of somebody who's fifteen to twenty years older than me. Oh, buddy. it's we,
0: we are need to, getting old we need jason get has bone f- problems and me and rusty have hair problems yeah, right yeah we need to get him some fucking ovaltine i know <laughs> jason's got a hairline that goes to the bridge of his nose and me and rusty are just fighting to keep it alive right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that that gives me a wicked fucking windows
1: peak just saying <laughs> Oh my god, you're, just, it's you're
2: like the worried. weirdest thing ever. Yeah. And you know what? Widows
0: uh, Peak it's like call Mexico Peninsula. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't even get mad about that comment. Oh, because it's so true. Hi puppy, how you doing? So true. Um that's my you <laughs> But uh aside mm-hmm. from aside from that, I mean we um we did some stuff like uh, uh of course we're getting ready for the for the 4th of July so I'm pre-buying some fireworks. Oh yow, my yow. god, waste more money. Fucking
2: yeah, ice.
0: I'm not, I'm not doing that. I can't I can't even uh, I might buy some black cats. Well, I need some black cats for the road and that's about it. They, uh, I don't I, even like those. I mean, honestly, I mean, this dog won't freak out my other dog well, will freak
1: out. Of course. Because uh Crystal's aunt lives outside of city limits, right? where We can actually go out there and do some decent fireworks, and so I usually get about, uh, I usually get a couple minutes worth of worth of rockets, you know, and mortars. And her uncle
0: does the same thing. And how much do you spend you know, on a couple minutes? Yeah, honestly, like what I'm going to do is a couple dad, hundred bucks. Yeah, my dad will spend about two hundred dollars yeah. on his grandson, and then I'll go out there with the two yeah. of them, my brother's kid. Mm. And throw black cats so they light up big shit, right? Right. So how He's much like, do you spend on your black cats? Uh, thirty bucks. Okay. That's my limit. Okay, I got a thirty dollar limit, and that's yeah. all I plan on spending. Now, that's uh, generally uh, some of that. I feel fun... like I am always broke on the Fourth of July before it happens, so I never blow money. Yeah, no. it's just the um, way that bills fall, right? Usually, uh, that is subsidized by the fact
1: that um, mm. her her brother generally. Sends us a gift of money for the kids to buy fireworks. Oh, well. So that kind of contributes to the, to the fundage there. Yeah. I, um, it's not, it's not all my money. It is genuinely buying it for the kids on his behalf.
2: I can't even justify it. I can't. It used to be a fireworks guy. Like I would go and, and I like, well, uh, I used to go like in, in, uh, in Florida. I remember this, this actually fairly fucking clearly. There was this like cheese wheel round of fucking black cats. Like it had yeah, to have been like, like fucking like 10,000 yeah, fucking st- a stupid amount of black cats. Like, and they were all in one line. So you lit it and you just let it go. And it let it went off for like fucking 10 minutes. It's crazy. Like, brr, like freaking sound like you know, sounded like an Uzi going off. I, I rolled it out in a big fucking parking lot in the middle of the fucking night, lit that motherfucker, and ran because I mean, by the time the cops got there, so, I wanted to be gone.
1: When, when I was single, it was stupid. I would spend like two grand on mortars.
2: I couldn't even. Uh, that's like, wow. Uh, I would
1: literally just sit there and shoot mortars for like 10 minutes.
2: So, the last time I actually. Actively bought fireworks. I was in Florida, uh, and I bought fireworks from one of those fucking pop up stalls that you see in the fucking corner, you know, place. These people, none of these places are really overly regulated, and you know, you don't necessarily know what you're getting. Um, But I was like, I want to get some M80s. I just need to. Yeah, Uh, the M80s that they sold me had a half second fuse. Ooh. You're holding on to... That's fucking dangerous. You're holding on to a miniature fucking, like...
0: You like know, an eighth stick yeah, of dynamite.
2: dynamite, right? And you're fucking like, you've got a half second to throw that motherfucker after you light
0: it. That was I, the kind that you get the punk and you just touch it while it's on the ground and then it blows oh, it up. Right, but it was not set
2: up that way. They were in a bag just like no, you know, any normal M80s with like a two or three second fuse. No, these were half-second fuses, and they, were, and they weren't... So, in other
1: words, they were oil-soaked too long. They
2: were fucking set up to blow people's hands off.
1: That, or they were some fucking old-ass M-80s that been sitting in a warehouse for God knows how long. It doesn't and matter. And those fuses have just degraded. But... But they're dangerous. They're super dangerous. Like, I fucking... I lit
2: one off, saw how fast it was... Uh, the, the frickin' fuse was going, and I threw it. And I, it got about a foot away from my hand before it exploded in the air. And I felt the fucking shockwave in my hand and I threw the rest of them fuckers away. And I'm like, this is the last I'm doing this. This is the last time. Cause that could have been my fucking hand. Yeah. You know, on well, top of that, and I'm I'm looking at it from a fucking financial perspective. You just said, oh, in my, uh, back in my day, I used to spend two grand on mortars. Guess what motherfucker? How about you not burn that $2000? Just put it in my bank account. bank account, man. I will take your money.
0: I if you're wanting to burn no, it. I'll do, I'll do you I'll better. Take I'll it. take your money. I'll take you to a steak dinner and we'll go watch the fireworks. Exactly. I'll fucking like, <laughs> "Hey man, we'll just hey, I did
1: say will do it
2: some other way, man.
1: I was young. I was single and <laughs> I enjoyed blowing shit up. You forgot the last part, and you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I had that kind of money, I'd go buy a bunch of impact explosive, go out to some field outside of town, find an abandoned car and blow that fucker up. Oh, like you know five gallon buckets of
2: tannerite would do just fine. Thank yeah. you very much that's how that's how shit gets demolished in Michigan. That's how so you know. end up
0: on a watch list
2: actually, tannerite <laughs> happens quite quite often in Michigan.
1: It actually happens quite a lot in Oklahoma, too. People love their impact explosive. Uh, Yeah, so, yeah. But the impact explosive generally doesn't put you on a watch list unless you go buy like, a truckload.
2: So, what happens is is I was—I know people in Michigan—I'm not going to name any fucking names, but there is definitely some people out there that uh, will—they have— had a car that pissed them off just last fucking time, pull that car out into the middle of a fucking field, pack that motherfucker full of Tannerite. Yep. And they're out there with their hunting rifles, poking holes in the fucking side of that motherfucker until the whole thing explodes. Yep. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I've seen some Facebook
1: videos of it. You know what's, like, (laughs) one of the most satisfying things ever? Oh, yeah taking a taking a fucking desktop printer that's fucking fucked its last take mm-hmm. the carts out, pack the cart space with tannerite, oh yeah, fucking shoot that bitch with a twenty two and just watch it go, yeah it's yeah. like office space times ten
2: now you're on a watch list, thank you. <laughs> uh- <laughs> 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 Thank you for
0: uh, for sharing. So I'll yeah. tell you, I'm sure we'll have uh, Fourth of July antics coming next week. All yeah, right. um, which will be interesting since we'll have to figure out when we're doing this. Uh, well, well, Fourth discuss of July is on a Thursday, so we'll we'll discuss it on yeah. break. Yeah. But anyways, I know last week for me has been you know puppy galore. As I've shown you guys, has been a uh, it's a it's a challenge daily challenge watching this little cute ball of fur. Uh, she doesn't understand most things. Um, but I will tell you that my big dog has helped out quite a bit. Uh, as you saw, when I get sick of her, I let Zoe herd the fuck out of her. Mm-hmm. And that works for a while. Yeah. Um, Zoe will let me know when she gets pissed off and she will bring the dog to me. Um, also, I uh, I had an issue with my AC, so I went to go take it to get charged. Um, that didn't last very long. Oh, no. Um, I had it charged back in April, and then we got a good friend of mine. I'll say the name of the shop because he did me good. Um, he always does me good. It's uh, Travis over at Vap Auto Shop uh, here uh, in town. All right. Um Listens to the show somewhat often. Um, Sweet. And it's, uh, anyways, actively helped me out with the car. So, like, I ended up having an issue with AC, and he's like, I'm just going to go ahead and diagnose it. We'll see if this lasts you the rest of the summer, and you tell me when you we think we're going to fix it. And I was like, what do you mean fix it? And he's like, well, well I'm brilliant. pretty sure it's leaking behind the dash, <laughs> um, but we'll find out. And so I brought it back. It was a day and a half later. It was dead. Oh, and I was yeah. like, fuck. The nice thing is I got a hold of him the night before, and he got me in the morning the next morning and was working on it like literally like an hour after I got out of there. Fuck Yeah. So Hell yeah. um it did me really good. Um definitely works, but he definitely pulled out my entire dash. Oh shit. Um <laughs> and that one on the credit card. Oh <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah. it well worth it. He was asking me today how cold it was and it's looked like an ice cream truck. Yeah. It's only <laughs> like, it's only acceptable if it's creating icicles on the inside. <laughs> if I can if I can make sure that my ice cream sandwich doesn't go bad on the way back from the grocery store, it's, then that's uh, that's that's the perfect kind of temperature yeah, I need in the there, summer. There we go. Uh, so it's cold as fuck, and I'm really glad about that. But that was an adventure because – so, like, I took a – you know, he brought me to work the day of. But the when I got home that night, you know, I got an Uber from a guy that yacked my ear off. That was, he was okay. Mm. And the next morning – or didn't get Uber because it was expensive as fuck. I got Lyft. And then I got a Lyft the, there, and I had this gal that was – Probably had every right to be mad about stuff, but just like when you have a customer in the car, it's just really awkward, and you talk about your deadbeat boyfriend that you just kicked out, and you say "fuck this" and "fuck that," just like. Uh, And I don't have any issue with cursing, but I also work in a customer-facing industry a lot, yeah. And so the side of me that is professional sometimes, like very seldomly, was having a lot of issue with just how unprofessional she was the entire ride up. And that I don't want to worry
1: about you. Deciding your life is fucked up enough that you're going to put this car into a fucking
0: tree. Besides that, take went, me with you. I left early enough that I'd get to work on time, but she went and fucking. I felt like she went in fucking circles, and I was telling her like, you know, here's the fastest way point A to point B. And then I was talking to somebody who used to be an Uber driver up at work, and he's like, they get paid by the mile, so that's probably what she's doing is cranking out as much money as she could.
3: Yeah.
0: Initially, yeah. my drive was like $6, ended up being like $13, so there was no tip. Uh, there was a tip for the other guy who took the most direct route to my house, and I figured, you know, if you get somebody there fast, you can pick up another fare. This gal took me like 35 minutes. I was it's just, just like, so what odd. the fuck is going on? Yeah, it doesn't... It's...
2: I got an Uber when I went to um, uh, went to the, the uh, airport from, you know, when I was on vacation, because you know, driving your car and keeping it in long-term parking is like a hundred (laughs) bucks. Fuck that shit.
0: Well, for two Uh, weeks. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, uh, so I just picked up an Uber there and back and both times they went like the roundabout fucking way to get to like, you know, get to the terminal. Like you normally just take the fucking highways and there's a, there's an exit off the fucking highway. It gets you right to the terminal. It's like, oh, they the took you easy. like back ways through the fucking neighborhoods and fucking around the goddamn, you know, side of the freaking thing went all the way around the fucking, you know, terminal. And he, and she's like, uh, oh, funny thing about this place is here's the cell phone lot. This is where I, where I sit when I'm waiting for, fears. I live
1: in the fucking city. I and, don't need to learn this and, shit about and, it. And
2: she's like. Oh, and we're gonna turn right, you know, where Air Force One normally hides. And I'm like, I really don't fucking care, man. I just want to get to the fucking terminal. Please, just drop me off.
3: Like,
2: oh my gosh, dog! All right, so yeah, <laughs> uh, so yeah. I mean, I I don't I don't normally have that many problems with Uber, but or you know, I I don't think I've ever actually used Lyft. Um,
0: it seems like it's generally cheaper. I used it a lot in Panama City when I went to go propose.
2: huh okay. Well, I, I, I don't normally have to use it, so uh, I think I've only ever called Ubers when I'm going to well, the fucking... Well, I think uh, the
0: next time I go to PAX, I'm going to take one of you guys with me, and we're not renting a car because it's fucking impossible to drive in Boston. And if you right. live in Boston, you're just used to it. Um, down south, I'm not used to your fucking traffic, and it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so, never again... Me and Holly learned that the first time we went up there and tried to drive in seventy to nothing stop and go three block traffic, and I'm just not fucking doing that again. I'm good. Uh, I'm was white knuckling it even pass. with a fucking let, native.
1: Let let's share the road, dude. I'll drive. Whatever. You'll fucking <laughs> you'll
0: fucking shit your pants in that traffic. That I'm good. Uh, I thrive.
1: Yeah. Okay. Granted, so we're going I'll to packs. i cussing like a fucking sailor because, oh, you know, all I heard was that we're going to packs. I don't care how
2: we get around. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a goal of mine. <laughs>
1: that'd unless, be really unless, nice.
2: Yeah, I um, haven't been to a fucking PAX,
0: so that would be great. Right. I'd be
2: that'd be awesome.
0: So, anyways, I you know it's it's been that kind of it's been that kind of week with uh, the puppy and cars and all that other shit, but it's also been the the week of steam sales. Oh boy, and. I can tell you that Steam Cells were, I, I budgeted, right? Like I, especially after having to mess with the car, like I right. gave myself a little bit of money and I finally bit the bullet and got uh, Warhammer 2, the big battle game. Okay. And I was so used to having a shit graphics card that I was worried it wasn't going to work. Well, it runs on ultra settings and does everything. There you go. Um, which is nice. Uh, the battles, even though I'm about six battles in are fucking epic as shit. It's basically like uh, any of the Total War games or like yeah. Shogun or any of those where you mm-hmm. set up units and squads and stuff like that. Um, it does take, the tutorial takes for fucking ever because there's so much to learn. Um, but it is pretty satisfying to watch the battles. Um, and there's a whole skill tree. There's a whole tech tree. There's a whole like mid game that has to deal with how you build up each of your cities and all this other shit. So you get different types of units. Um, there are 6,000 expansions for that game. And there is a reason why they still support it because it's still going strong and it's very bug free and it is very a very good Warhammer game. Um you don't want to feel like playing for a shitload of mini miniatures. Like the game is on sale for thirty bucks, it's normally sixty bucks, and I can understand why. It is a epic tactical game. Um I wish it had a better I can't find the hotkey for pause, so but there is a pause button on the screen. But it is very necessary to set up. So essentially what you do since I'm not explaining this very well unless you're really into that genre, is you have mixed squads. So, like, I started off with I wanted to pick whoever's easiest so I could learn the game, so I'm learning with the high elves. And the way that you start off is you have squads of spearmen with shields, right, so like a phalanx, so to speak, and then you have bowmen behind it, and then you have uh, cavalry that charge in. And so you set up a formation where you have... Oh, your spearmen up front, and they get tactical advantages based on the ground that they're on, and then you set your bowmen behind it, and they're very large squads and very large amounts of units. We're talking about each squad about 120 strong. Mm. And you can zoom in, and they are at a pretty intricate detail, like nearly the model level of detail. Um, if you zoom all the way the fuck in, and they're all doing their own animations as they fight. Um, but So I've started off with like six squads of 120 um, spearmen and then, like, three squads of, like, 100 bowmen, and then, like, two squads of 75 cavalry. And, it you know, it kind of goes through the tutorial of how to set up your formation. So after that, I'm starting to set up my own battles. And it has some really cool things where you can hotkey specific formations to stay in a formation. And then there's a button you can click where they'll flip. So, like, you can stick your archery up front for when you're getting charged Mm -hmm. and then have them scramble and get behind it, behind the shield wall that you're building. You can also set them to where they won't chase... Um, enemies down. So if they break formation, they start to lose morale, and they start to run. Normally, if you don't click the button, basically your guys go in pursuit, and they kind of scatter too. But it lets you set. It feels very tactical in that way. And that, mm. there's obvious reasons why you want to keep your shield wall up, let your archers just mow everything down while your shield wall steadily presses forward. But really satisfying to have the cavalry like go down and chase down the fucking archers and break through everything. It's just like watching a huge fucking battle um and it seems to run very smooth on a 1070 it's everything set natively to um and i'm running a 1070 at at night you know at regular hd uh resolution running 4k but looks very good especially for what it is um plays very smoothly has a very comprehensive tutorial to the point that it's almost annoying um but i feel it's very necessary comp- considering how many different things there are especially like setting up the groups and setting up t- tactical formations in cover and like setting up things in uh hidden sight or, you know, or in hidden sight in to ambush things out of like the trees and shit. right it's just a very cool game and for 30 bucks it also has it feels like they put out a Dlc that's free and then a DLC that's paid and they like alternate that there's like seven free packs that I downloaded with it and then all the DLCs like three bucks a piece right now. So if I get more into the game maybe the next sale will be me picking up some of those but for right now I've got a shitload of fucking game and I'm playing through one of the campaigns and then there's also just like set up your own custom campaign kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I can see the replayability on this being extremely high. Uh picked up Phantom Doctrine. I've played through a little bit of that. Phantom Doctrine is a XCOM style game set in the Cold War era. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, so you got a spy squad and it's like 15 bucks right now so this was a steal to me uh, it's like 75% off and so what you do is use you're building up intel to figure out different targets that you need to pursue and then the way the missions work is like the some of the early missions that I played your guys start off in disguise so they can just break into a base and as long as somebody doesn't see you walk in unauthorized basically nobody fucks with you you get the judo chop people to knock them out um, you can kind of see their cone of vision, and so you set people to judo chop multiple people. Um, it does this weird action point system, so like you get a move or a double move or a move and then an action, so very similar to XCOM. It has an Overwatch feature like XCOM, but it's not universal. You set up the cone of vision that you want. Um, its It's got this cool breach feature where you set up several people at an entry point to a room, and then you assign targets in the room that you want them to take down. And then you click the Breach button, and what happens is based on their percentage to hit is how they hit. But there's never – if you have a percentage to hit, you're always going to hit. It always has a minimum and maximum amount of value damage that you're going to do based on what you're doing. So you always – if you're going to shoot, you're always going to hit if there's a number there. So there's no, like, 90% chance, and then you end up missing. Oh, God. But it's it's really cool to watch, like, your three dudes walk into a room and, like, shotgun blast, like, three people all at once. In this nice, beautiful motion, it does a lot of the cinematic stuff that XCOM does, where you do a cool move and then you kind of watch it in cinematic action. You can hide bodies; that part's great too. Uh, but then there are parts of it that are all-out firefight too, which is pretty cool. But you're essentially like going through, trying to pick up clues, like the you're taking pictures of things, you're, you know, opening secure areas and stealing intel, and you've got this whole spy ring thing you're setting up. Um, where you're trying to discover more about what's going on between you and the Russians. And at a certain point, you can flip sides and be KGB. And then at a certain point, you can play a campaign as like the unknown party that I don't know about. Gotcha. So, so there's a lot to it. Lot of, of, it seems pretty fucking cool. A lot
2: of espionage stuff.
0: But with like XCOM style gameplay, basically. Sweet.
2: You're really into those types of games. And it's, you know, it, it's those two picks on your Steam sale kind of scream your uh, your preference my preference
0: um, is definitely shooter seldomly mm-hmm. right story-based shooter or loot-based shooter but not battle royale not i don't fucking care for humans and i tend to pause a lot like especially you know yeah, you just, with 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 my fiance being out of state especially right and i want to be able to talk to her i don't want to be in the middle of a online battle and then have to like back the fuck out Right? Like, I'd want to have the freedom to pause any time the fuck I want. Or if my puppy needs to take a shit, I don't want to lose the game because my puppy needed to take a shit. Right. Right? Just. I yeah, like games that I can pause. Set that's the controller the, down and just like, let it do its thing. I was thinking about getting back into Sekiro. It's like, I can't fucking pause that game. So I'm not playing Sekiro for a while. Mm, right? Yeah. So it's just, that's that's my preference. The, the last game I ended up getting was uh, Pathfinder Kingmaker. Right which had a lot of technical issues at launch to the point that it was like mixed reviews for about three or four months after it released. Um, Now we're about nine months after it released. Um, It is at a very much mostly favorable review. Uh, There seems to be a fair amount of depth to what's going on. There's a lot of uh, D&D stuff that's going on here. I mean, it is called Pathfinder. Right. I mean, Um, but all your alignments matter. Um, We've got pre-made characters. I actually went with the pre-made character just to see what the balance was like, and I knew I'd get companions that would fill the other gaps. Right. Yeah. So I took the pre-made character. Most of the stuff is voiced, um, which is kind of nice. You guys saw me picking a whole bunch of different options to add a character to my roster mid-fight. Yeah. Um, like, it is pretty hard most of the time. That was not a hard fight, but some of the other fights that I've tried have been fairly hard. Um, there is a lot of systems in place that are working with you in that. It's very much, uh, if you like Pillars of Eternity, it's the same kind of combat. right? Not the new turn-based, but it's literally the pause, assign commands, and go. Let it do its thing. You yeah, can actually it's... kind of
2: watch it for a bit, and then stop, and then you just direct. You're directing the fight instead of picking turns. you know? Which right, is...
0: and it's, I like turn-based combat. That's a little bit more streamlined. It's very much uh, Baldur's Gate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Either or at this point I'm pretty okay with the only thing with like pillars is there's so many abilities that balance off other abilities that sometimes you have to pause assign two abilities pause assign another ability let it play out for like half a second pause again re micro um, and it gets a little bit tedious sometimes yeah, this doesn't seem as tedious I, I couldn't I couldn't couldn't get into pillars because of that because uh, well, I, I don't pillars to... two now has a actual just basic turn based mode mm-hmm. which I. Considering trying at some point. Yeah, and like I literally have like one game I'm picking up that's new in the next month or so. Two. What's those? Grifflands and then the uh, Wolfenstein game.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, thinking about Wolfenstein. I uh, may not pick
0: it up at launch. I may, you know.
2: Right. You know. Wait. I, the I picked up a few things. Like I I skipped the last uh, the last sale, which is the winter sale. I uh, didn't pick anything up on the winter sale, um, and, and I've been kind of watching a few things. Like you know, you've been talking about you know a couple games over the you know over the course of the last year or so that I've been interested in, but just never really jumped on and waiting for a good sale. So I decided that uh, there's a decent sale on BattleTech. So I decided, fuck, this is time. This is the time. Uh, so I picked up just the how, vanilla how much version.
0: was how much was BattleTech? Uh,
2: I think it was half off, so it was like twenty, Yeah, you know, something like that. Um, That's a
0: really good price.
2: Yeah, but for the amount of hours that you put into it, if I can get even half of those hours out of it, then uh, I'll consider it a decent purchase. Uh,
0: uh, yeah, price to
2: dollar ratio on BattleTech is obscene. Yeah, and and I like the uh, you know I. I Always liked Mech Warrior in the and I'm familiar with it, Uh, so you know picking up Battle Tech and just you know just getting into it. Shit,
0: it's thirteen fifty nine right now.
2: Is it thirteen fifty nine? Yes. Yeah. It was kind of a no brainer. Uh, So I decided that was that was the season pass
0: is considerably is almost full price. Right, and I you really need to play through the game and experience it without the season pass. I think first. Yeah, I didn't
2: want to pick up uh, the uh, was it the the two
0: expansions that's out right
2: now is uh, urban something or other. And, uh, and I, I've
0: played through that. I'm actually about a hundred days away from the end of a game right now. I just stopped playing because of well right. video games,
2: right. And we would just need to get into yeah. other things, but I've never actually played it. So I decided that this would be the time. And, uh, I, I have already lost a pilot. I've only been, I've only played two missions and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, there's, I can see that there's a lot of complexity, and I can see where you could get yourself really fucked if you don't do
0: enough missions. Uh, So (laughs) here's how this game works, and I'll help you. This might even help you, I think. Mm -hmm. So the skulls represent your weight class Mm -hmm. and the complexity of things that you have. Mm -hmm. So you're probably at, what, two skull missions right now? I'm t- I have only done one contract, dude. I'm at so half school. Okay. Half school. So. Yeah, because you got like three lights and probably a blackjack, I think. Uh, Well. So you got a spider, you got a locust, and you got a commando and a blackjack. Am I right? Uh, so the blackjack is still
2: viable. There is one other <sighs> assault mech that is broken beyond repair at the moment because uh, I don't have enough money or time to actually fix it. That was the one that I lost my pilot in. Uh, So its husk is currently in storage, so I don't have to pay for upkeep on it. Uh, So I am currently running the Blackjack, one uh,
0: medium, and then two lights. So since you have a Blackjack, it's got two AC2s, Mm -hmm. and then it has like a medium laser, right? Four medium lasers. Four medium lasers. So what it's supposed to do is at long range, you're going to use your AC2s, and you're going to use your fastest mech to spot. And if you got somebody that has sensor lock, which you probably don't have yet, but you should get, you put them in the fast mech and really all they do is occasionally backstab on something that's about to die. But you basically just jump jet them or you reserve them for a long time until it's almost the turn for your, uh, you reserve them all the way to the time it's the turn of your blackjack. Mm -hmm. And then you get them as far the fuck out as you can with maximum jump jets or sprint. Mm-hmm. So they get sight on things, so and your blackjack can start firing at it. Sensor lock it, so that you can use a sniper. Yeah, or and use that's, your long range. And you're not going to really use the weapons on the light. And after a while, that strategy is not going to be as viable because the you'll need all four mechs to do the battles. Right. So you'll have to get a faster, heavier mech that doesn't have quite the uh, jump range. A, jump range or initiative or speed. And so that's going to be, when you get further into the game, what well, I'm trying to think, I'll figure out what the medium equivalent of that is in a minute, but uh, it'll be a griffin when you find one. Um, but, but the griffin actually can pack a punch, so you could actually load it up with SRMs or LRMs, and it could either be your spotter or it could be your missile platform. And what you do is you take that blackjack, and you use it to set stability damage, and then you get to a point where your pilot's good enough that he can snipe. And once he's good enough to snipe, you can use the cold shot and core out mechs with your blackjack, which is what you'll do. Right. Uh, when you get really good with your, your your guys and they're leveled up good enough, you'll start shooting, not do head shots, or you'll do leg shots. And you'll disable stuff that you want because if you can knock out both legs, you get all three parts. And if you can knock out the head, you get all three parts. And just know that whatever you blow off is also what you're blowing up for you, right? Later. Um, so the idea is to do several of those half skull missions when you get into a system and just knock them out. Don't worry so much about the story. The story will keep pace on its own. Just do missions. And if you run into vehicles, take your medium mechs and go stomp on them if they're fast enough because that's the fastest way to kill tanks. Yep. I um, found that out. Which is actually pretty fun. Um, the other thing is facing. So you're going to have initially you've got a guard command, and it's kind of worthless right now. So you can stay in cover and it'll help reduce damage on whatever your tanky mech is. Yep. Um, but you get a brawler, which is a mech that has SRMs and medium lasers and a lot of armor, and you might even underpower it a little bit just to put a shitload of armor in the front, so you can get out there and draw fire. Yep, and, and then you've got you, your BPS basically.
2: So you get your pilot set up for uh, you. It's whatever the guard ability guts is guts, and you get bulwark, which is if your mech doesn't move, it takes fifty. Uh, it takes uh, it doubles the amount of uh, damage reduction that you have. Uh, and then you can guard. So if, you can if actually you've got a bunch to... of things coming at you, you can set that motherfucker out there in cover, bulwark, and guard, and take like 70 or 80% less damage on anything that's coming. It gets pretty coming.
0: stupid. So the standard LRMs only do four damage per missile. Right. And it gets to the point where they're doing one damage per missile. Right. Um, but you got to play attention to facing. You can even set it up. Like, to where facing, meaning what direction you turn your mech. And so if you know things are shooting you on the right, you just switch arms. Right. You get, Or you get a mech that has a lot of, like, weapons in the torso. And you put weapons in the torso and armor the fuck out of the arms. And then you just face it with your arms, like, yeah. left and right. Arms as shields. Yeah. And so they'll do damage, right? Or you'll arm it up with things that actually do really heavy punch damage. And you can get them set up to where they're, like, literal brawlers. And they do take the most damage, so I don't usually put plus weapons on them. Um, so if it blows off the arms, I'm just repairing the arms. Right, not having to
2: look for the One extra of the thousands
0: weapons. of medium lasers that I've accidentally picked up. Oh, of course. Because I'm at a Flashpoint right now. That, I, If you want to, that would be a one worth picking up on the cheap. Okay, Flashpoint adds a whole mini campaign that sets you at 1,200 days. And it's whatever points like that you rack up in twelve hundred days. So you set a campaign and you go to these little mini missions with their own objectives and stuff like that. They set unique parameters to each mission. And it's a whole series of roguelite campaigns throughout the galaxy. Right. Um, I'm aligned with the pirates right now because they've got I've got black market shit with them and that's all plus 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 shit. Uh, Got like two atlases, and you don't know what that is yet unless you play the game. I longer. know what
2: an atlas is, but that's just because I have played Mech Warrior before. So,
0: yeah, like uh,
2: the, I, I used to main an atlas. So. Yeah, so I
0: have <laughs> two different atlases with two different loadouts, and I've got Highland, like two different Highlanders, and then I use a mm-hmm. lot of different Orions as my junk mechs to kind of support the atlases and the Highlanders. Right. Um, but yeah, like uh, at a certain point, that game gets pretty stupid. You have a lot of fun. Once you get your first AC-20, you'll realize that you can. AC-20s. No, it's a short range gun. Oh, that's
2: a short. Yeah, that's the AC-2s are the snipers.
0: Yeah, they do 25 damage. The AC-20 does 100, and the AC-20 does 160. (laughs) So you can just aim at a leg and blow a leg off, or aim at a head and blow a head off, or aim at the chest and core mech in one shot.
2: Yeah, and whatever it doesn't,
0: you know, whatever it. If it doesn't kill it, it disables it disables it, or it'll knock it down. They have a cool mechanic they started right now where if you hit something that has an ammo bin, you can crit kill it. So where machine guns become important is you load up a mech. So if you get a fire starter, which you might at some point, yeah, you can either sit, load it up with flamethrowers and overheat shit, or mm-hmm. you can load it up with two medium lasers and a shitload of machine guns. And if you've just tore off armor on something, you just, the thing has insane jump range and insane overheat, but you can just fly it over to the other side of the map in like a turn or two. And then just backstab it with machine guns, and it just fucking just tears everything up.
2: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out like the you know the different ranges for different guns. So,
0: I mean, like I said, I've only it's done
2: got, two missions total. It gets a, so
0: there's a, it's worth watching some videos. It's worth learning on your own. It is kind of hard getting started oh, no. because you suck so bad with your mechs. I but, but they do get it gets to where your everything's wrote. Yeah, it, you, there's a big overpower curve that you hit that it's just like I've got like 32 million in the bank with my current crew and I've got like a completely full bin of heavies and a couple of mediums and my mediums are my spotters and everything else is a fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I've got 350 hours plus in that game.
2: Yeah, and and I'm I'm going to I'm going to be spending some more time with it. I I just loaded it up. I picked up a few other games that that I want to actually give a give a go uh, cuz Oh fuck! Why not? Uh, so I picked up uh, Thronebreakers, uh, which is the uh, The Witcher Tales game, which is um. It's, I
0: almost picked it up like four times.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, it is Gwent. It is. It is Gwent story mode. Uh, so. Is it an actual turn-based battle,
0: or is it a card battler?
2: It is a card battler. So oh, I didn't know that. So Thronebreakers has uh, kind of like an overworld map where you can. Uh, Go, uh, you know, you control a character uh, and you uh, you learn about the story and all the story elements and the, you know, the conversation wheels and things like that happen in the overworld. Uh, And you just kind of explore around there. But all of the combat is in the form of Gwent. So uh, you end up playing Gwent uh, quite often uh, and you use the resources that you pick up through the overworld portion of the gameplay to build or buy cards uh, for your deck so that uh, so that you have you know more options and kind of can change up your uh, your army style in Gwent uh, to match the uh, the enemy that you're fighting uh, and it's it, it is exactly Gwent i mean it is it's just it's just that but it has a theme to it uh and an actual story to it uh and the story follows along the you know the witcher stuff it doesn't you know i believe geralt's in it at some point but uh it's, it's not about him but it's not about him uh so it, it kind of you know increases the amount of lore that's available for the witcher you know you know for the witcher story uh which I only played maybe an hour or two of, because uh, I was I bought all these things and I wanted to give them a try before I came on the show. Uh, so I, I was like, alright, well this is uh, once I got into combat I'm like, oh, this is Gwent. I, I know I know Gwent, I played it uh, somewhat, and I got fairly decent at it in Witcher 3. Uh, it was just not the main focus for me, uh, whereas this game is focused all around Gwent as it's combat, so it's it plays kind of like Gwent, and kind of like Hearthstone, uh, in a way. Because you're, so you're actually setting up cards on a board and fighting that way, right? So it 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 plays. It has the Gwent card rules, like if you play Gwent in Witcher Three, you know your combat is Gwent. But in Hearth, you know, as far as Hearthstone stuff is concerned, it's got like special cards, like. These artifact cards that will actually change the the gameplay a little bit, uh, and your you know your champion, your hero, whoever you're playing uh, at the beginning, it's the queen. Uh, your queen has an ability uh, ability to actually, you know, that she can use on loyal subjects or loyal cards that will boost them or boost their power. Uh, so it it has like hero abilities and artifacts and you know a bunch of other stuff to it. So it's interesting. Uh I am probably going to play a little bit more of it. Uh not super big on Gwent, so I didn't know that exactly what I was getting into because it it had Gwent in the previews, but it didn't necessarily say, "Oh, this game is basically Gwent the video game." Right. Uh so uh I'm big into the Witcher story, so i probably play it for the story, but I probably wouldn't, like, you know, I- I'm going to try to blow through it as fast as I could just to get the
0: story out of the way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. I was going to uh, say, I played a little bit more of Their Billions and finally got past the ho- initial hordes. Mm. And I realized the initial hordes were way easier than I made it out to be. Oh, well, I mean. There's literally, not always- I can. I'll tell you this. If you have your soldier tech unlocked, literally place as many soldiers as you can. In a square among the one with the slow zombies, and that's all you need to do. The one that's, there's one that's literally just two rows. There's a row, a path from the top north, and a path from the south they come from. Literally just placed stake, stake traps in all the key locations that are about three deep, and then filled up really, literally everything else with soldiers on either side of the little base, beat it. I was like, okay, well, this wasn't as hard as I thought it was. So, Lanar Billions is turn, uh it's, that sounds a lot like a freaking um, a super, tower defense. It's super tower defense. That's like most of the appeal. And then what's gotten hard is the missions behind that that are mission difficulty too. So mission difficulty two, there's a lot more variables, and they're set up to learn from your mistakes. So if you're expecting to steamroll everything, like I think the intent of this is for you to retry. It's just that each campaign's fairly long. Um, and then... Like, there's one that says you should go and, like, make so much gold at the end of the day, and you should have a population of, like, a 1,000 people. Well, to do that, you need to have food in every little spot that you can find, and then you need to have everything defended really well. And then you also need to be, like, diving into these gold mines, getting up gold. And I didn't realize until I had about three days left that I was short on gold because I didn't hit all the gold mines early enough. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to get overrun. But... It is tower defense galore. If you like tower defense of any sort and you like... If you're the StarCraft player that was not professional and you just turtled (laughs) up and you made cool bases, um, really the APM on the... There's no APM because there's active pause. Right. But the build order stuff is definitely there. Like, you need to get this to get this to make sure that you're defended against this. And there's a pretty good... Several good strategies out there, but it does really test you understanding the mechanics of the game to beat each map. Um, it does a pretty good job of it. I'm really liking it. I'm literally just playing other stuff so that I can have more to talk about on the show. Right.
2: You know, I, I, just, I did the <laughs> I, same I three. really like,
0: like it. I mean, 1.0 just came out. It's 26 bucks on sale right now, 100% worth $26. bucks. i have got about 40 hours in it so far, um, and about 10 of those hours are in the new campaign mode so far. Speaking of really liking, yeah, I hardcore got back in Division
1: 2 this week. Yeah. I know so, I kept seeing you on there. there was a, um, there's a few things that's changed. There are quite a few <laughs> things that have changed. Um, aside from some of the talents getting nerfed, which we knew was coming uh, yeah. with update 1.09, um, they also released the Gunner specialization, uh, which I'm currently working towards the research to unlock. Um, but they also made some major changes to the specialization skill trees. Oh, shit. So basically, my character's actually fucked. that no. So they didn't nerf anything in them. They added more options. Okay. Options. Options. As so it, they're a little bit more customizable now. So a lot of this, pretty much every, all the same things are still there. Um, but like, for example, when I first logged into the game, I'm sitting there, I'm trying to kill shit and I'm like, why is this so much harder than -hmm. when I last logged in? That's because your specializations had been reset. That's because my specialization had been reset. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I go back, (coughs) I go back and, uh, and look at the tree and I'm like, where's all my fucking points? They're there. But they're not spent. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they actually added um, uh, more uh, more options for actually spending points towards weapon bonuses. Okay. So instead of, for example, the uh, the sniper special. Specialization was locked to getting bonuses on rifles and marksman rifles only. Right. right. You can now instead choose whichever one of the weapon classes you would like to have those damage bonuses on mm. and get those instead. Nice. So, and they changed the point values a little bit. Okay. So I actually currently have the. The same damage bonus I had for rifles and marksman rifles originally, I now have on rifles, assault rifles, and LMGs. Okay. I don't know why you need three, but why? I had the available points. Oh, okay.
2: I just... I, I don't know why you'd need three, because you only carry two, so... <laughs> well, it's like, well, for me, I always I, do assault I rifle
1: often LMG. I I often have loadouts that switch between an assault rifle and an LMG simply because there are some areas where, uh, some maps where an assault, a good assault rifle is more effective than an LMG. I don't think so. Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I can use really an LMG, because of how that? long uh, it takes the LMG to reload. Um, yeah, so like, I always
0: have fast reload on my assault rifle, and when I'm running and gunning. Right. It's just assault rifle, and then when you need to lay down a lot of fire, then it's LMG. No
1: matter what you do, the reload speed of an LMG is two to three times greater than it is for an AR. So, for certain missions, (laughs) I do run an AR more often because the reload speed is faster. Damage output's about the same. But yeah, it's got I, a smaller clip for the faster reload speed.
0: And for me, so, the the way that I gameplay a lot is I'm reloading LMGs when I'm running from cover to cover. And if I need extra bullets or extra shots, it's flip over to the you know, the assault rifle while yeah. I'm getting to a spot where I can reload but the LMG because it's just that much faster. I, I, I
1: always run either an LMG or an AR. Those two are interchangeable. And then I'm running a rifle. I'm uh, constantly. I,
2: I'm. Since I got the, uh, uh, was it the, the Nemesis sniper rifle? The uh, yeah, uh, I, I know that that's probably gotten nerfed since I got it, but
1: actually no.
2: Okay, well it was f- stupid crazy. If you are good at being able to do like railgun shots, which is what it, that game, or it what that still gun is, is like.
1: stupid crazy, and so is the uh, exotic um, assault rifle.
2: Uh, Well, of course, but you have to raid for that. Both are stupid crazy. Yeah, but you have to raid for the fucking, you uh, you know, the thing is, what broke the game for me is having one of the best guns in the game tied specifically behind the raid. And I don't have enough people that I know that play that game to be able to raid with. On PC. Right. Well, even, it's still eight people. I mean, we're three.
1: You know? If you are on the console, we have a clan of eight who can all get on at the same time. The
2: thing is, is I, I don't want the raid. I really never, never did want the raid. Uh, the raid itself, uh, it, it, it may scratch an itch for a lot of people who want extra challenge, sure, but any time I'm playing a game. And it says there's a raid and it's eight people and it's probably gonna take X amount of time. Uh, I have bad, bad, bad flashbacks to fucking Wow and I did it. Uh, and to a lesser extent, uh, you know, Final Fantasy XIV, because both of those games were built around raiding. You know, so you say
1: to an equal extent, Destiny.
2: Destiny didn't, you know, the Destiny raids didn't actually bother me so much because I could get through them fairly quickly. Um, So it was more of, Destiny had the problem of having to go outside of the game to actually get a group for those raids uh, or, you know, getting good with a uh, streamer group, you know. But outside of that, I mean, that was the hard part.
1: uh, I did look for group, and actually randomed uh, Tidal Basin and the raid. Actually, really enjoyed both. Okay. The raid didn't take nearly as long as... See, I stopped following it. um, As advertised. So, I stopped following it.
2: Around the same time that uh, they had come uh, come out and said that uh, they weren't going to do matchmaking for the raid, so have they added matchmaking for the
1: raid? No. Okay. So no, you just, I had to look for group outside of that. And right, you yeah. still
2: have to go outside of the game. It that's like that's the worst. I, mean, I feel like that's like the worst thing that they could do. Balance the raid so that everybody could play it. I mean, it's it's really not that hard you
0: know so at this point is the raid beatable on xbox then cuz that was the big complaint a few weeks ago yeah
1: yeah it's um yeah. it's beatable i knew i know there were some uh progression glitches but they've fixed those
2: it was just uh you know just you have to do a lot of precision shots on console and pc gamers had a lot of easy you know had it a lot easier cuz you could you had better control over everything
1: most i found i find. I found uh, no issues with the precision shots, but I also don't use aim assist. Yeah. Um, And a lot of the console players just, they don't think about that being on or being left on. Well, they think aim assist Um, is only going to help them. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, aim assist is going to give you
2: a lot of body shots, and that's about it.
1: Yeah. Uh so so your yeah. your best way to do precision shots is turn aim assist off and find the right balance for you and your controller speed for yeah your sensitivity, for your sensitivity yeah. and your and your look speeds. Yeah,
2: it's just I don't know, that I I fell off of division 2 pretty fast right around the time the raid came out. Uh and uh I haven't really felt the need to go back to it.
0: Uh, I think I think I would probably go back to it if I mean Jason, you're obviously playing it a lot right now and I got some new shiny things, but like if you wanted to spend an evening doing that, like I could probably go back to it for a day oh, or two yeah. right now.
1: No, I think uh it, for me with uh with life as hectic as as it got um and as hard as the wife and I were and Justin were playing that. Um I just I needed to have that break away from it. Yeah. Um but now that I've had that break.
0: Yeah, I'm finally at a um, point where I think everything's starting to normalize a little bit, so I might have the time for something. Because like it's that.
1: definitely I will say this for the division, more so than the more so than the first one. You have to be ready when you log into it to spend a couple hours doing shit. Yeah. That's... Um, um, because if you don't, you're not going to effectively gear farm or anything else. You're just... You know, you're maybe going to go do one thing and, yeah, and leave. I'm... Uh, um, now, some so, of the... Some of the skill nerfing has forced me to go back and start redoing a lot of my gear.
0: Which is the reason why I won't go back. Um, Probably. Well, and that that's the other thing, is right now I want to have a free day to say, yeah. oh, I want to retool gear. Now, right.
1: um, Unstoppable,
0: they nerfed it to 2,500
1: or 25,000 mm-hmm. instead of 10,000, but I'll be honest with you, as far as time to kill. I haven't noticed that that nerf made a lot of difference. Now, it probably made a big difference in PVP, but as far as PvE, it didn't make it didn't make a ton of difference. Yeah, I'm
2: uh, I'm not big on their direction. That's the thing. The the direction that they have is that they want to build a PvE game in a PVP game uh and their balancing is going to be rough either way because they're trying to balance for both, and yeah. it's really difficult to do that without normalizing, uh, you know, everything down to something homogenous. And then once you get down to that, then anybody that's playing PVP yeah. is like, well, I, mean, I could get the same thing from Call the, of Duty.
1: The only, the only way you'd really balance PVP and PVE properly would be actually having uh PvP gear sets separate yeah. from with separate talents, etc. from the you might as well the build PVE two different sets. games at that point. Yeah.
2: You know, that's that's the the biggest bitch that I've had for you know for Division is that they just they want to have this identity as a PvE slash PvP game but they've not really gotten the balance properly done mm-hmm. for it, and they only got the the division balanced properly right near the end of its development so well and really you'd you'd think that they'd have learned, yeah, yeah. but they didn't you know or they well, or they're I having mean, a hard they, time actually implementing it
1: they did to they did to an extent, but it it's like you said until you had these. Until you have these skills out there and you play with them a while, it takes rebalancing a a few times to really get it right. And, I mean, all the skills they put out are, for the most part, way different than the original skills they had in division one so for for
2: any other mmo though this is the thing if if i was to play any other mmo like uh, playing an orc warrior for a while uh and they decide that they want to go through and change some of the uh some of the the talents the things that you use the you know the bonuses that you get uh for the most part uh you can use the same gear you just have to change your rotation you know, you're not losing anything. You're not losing your progression very much. Uh, if they decide to change a talent or, uh, or uh, some kind of passive or the damage that an attack does or whatever, you know, it, it's just you use a different, you know, a different combination or a different rotation. Uh, for the division, if they decide to tweak a talent or tweak something, it basically invalidates the fucking piece of gear that you spent time farming. Uh, to the point where it's nigh unusable and you have to go farm for more gear,
3: yeah
2: uh, and that means well, that right now, if I was to log into my character because my character was built around unstoppable unstoppable force, I would have to redo all of my gear to get it to a point where I would say it's optimized and yeah. to me the the you know somebody who you know occasionally plays a game, I don't want to occasionally come back to the division two to find that my gear is shit again
1: because they decided to tweak something. Well, I would, I say I'm tweaking all of my gear. What I mean by that is basically what forced me to do is worry more about, um, some of the ancillary gear, basically the, um, the knee pads and the, um, and the gloves more specifically. Um, trying to get pieces that, uh, where the talents focus on weapon handling instead of, uh, instead of weapon damage. Yeah. For the simple fact that, uh, I need to proc more with the nerf to unstoppable force.
2: Yeah. it's just Right.
1: So, I, I mean, I'm just trying to focus on changing up to proc more, which I'm most of the way there.
2: Yeah. Uh. It just doesn't. The whole idea of going back to that game and having to basically restart is uh, is not appealing to me. Uh, Because I don't. I know that my character can technically still do a decent amount of damage, but I'm in max, and that's the way I play these games. So, if my character isn't doing the maximum amount of damage that they possibly could do, then I'm not done yet and i have to continue to farm and something a tweak of something uh, as small as 2 or 3% could invalidate a build for me and from that means that that's another 20 to 30 hours worth of gameplay that i have to sit there regrinding the same missions over and over again hoping on that 0.5% chance that something that's useful drops and fucking,
0: you know, deconstructing now, You know how you get around else. that, Rusty? You have to have a different mindset. So Blade. when I'm having fun with Division, it's as long as I'm able to get through things with friends and not pull my fucking hair out. So I find something that works well for my build, I and I don't PC. worry about the numbers as much. I play on PC. He's not playing no with friends. his
1: friends. That's um, the problem. The, uh, and that's your main problem. Um, you're your you're fucking loner vampire. I don't want to play on fucking console. I'm sorry.
2: I really don't. Uh, the uh, I haven't fucking booted up my Xbox hey, 1 in hey, fucking hey, uh, probably almost hey, a year hey, now. Hey. I
1: sweep up the dune.
2: <laughs> I've played my PlayStation 4 a little bit more, but that's just because there's games on the PlayStation 4 that are actually worth a dick.
1: Um so for the most part, really, um they also increased the frequency of good drops
2: believe it when I see it
1: so I've actually (laughs) uh uh I've actually re-geared pretty quickly
2: yeah well I'd gone through thousands of gear drops just trying to find the, the one piece that I was looking for still if I remember correctly I was still looking for a very specific backpack with very specific gear, you know, gear allocations, you know, for it. And, uh failed pretty hardcore at that because it was just a really low roll, Uh really low possibility of getting it. I actually looked up the odds and as Han Solo has always said, never tell me the odds because man, that fucking ruined the game for me. Holy shit. The odds of getting that particular set of, you know, you know, that gear with that set, you know, of that set with those talents, and those stats was pretty astronomically goddamn small. <laughs> well,
0: thank God there are other things that you can play, Rusty.
2: Yes, uh, fucking dude, I, I, I had actually you know decided that uh, I was gonna find a, you know, a game that was completely different from everything else, uh, and it's a game called sh- uh, Just Shapes and Beats. I am big into electronic music, so like, I love my Monster Cat. I love listening to fucking you know, electronic music, especially just to chill. Uh, but it has some high energy beats to it. And they're like, well, I don't know, I'll fucking play a game. And I looked at this game, and it was on sale. It's like 15 bucks or something like that. Uh, but it had a lot of Monster Cat tracks on it. I'm like, oh, cool, this is going to be fucking great. And then I look and it's like, oh, it's a bullet hell. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty big bu- bullet hell. Uh, but the premise is simple. You are, you know, you're controlling a, uh, a shape that is, uh, you know, a color like blue or yellow or whatever, but nothing that's pink or nothing that's magenta. Uh, and everything that can damage you on the screen is magenta. Uh, so uh, you are, you know, just avoiding all of these attacks for, uh, you know, for the length of the song and the attacks are, like, screen-wide, freaking really awesome-looking, and they're, you know, they're tailored directly to the, you know, to the song. So if the song kind of has, like, a nautical feel to it, it's got kind of like a water, you know, effect uh, to the attacks, and it's, you know, it's really interesting-looking. It's, you know, fairly short game, but... It has some really de- you know damn good music on it, and for a bullet hell, which I'm not big on, uh, I was able to beat it in you know like three or four hours, uh, ha- having retried it a few times. But man, the music is spot on. I, you know, I'm good on that because it has a, a fairly decent little campaign that it goes through, and I mean if you if you like electronic music you know it has its moments where you're like oh this is fucking great i mean this song is perfect for this fight you know or this song is perfect for this uh this situation so i i recommend it it is a really short play but uh it has like party modes and endless and challenge modes and things like that so you can do that uh multiple times um and then, of course, there's one game that I haven't actually picked up yet, or not played, but I bought, and that is uh, Trover Saves the Universe, because uh, I, I saw the, the trailer and the little bit of gameplay that we had last you know last week. Sold on it pretty quick. I was pretty sold on it, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to play this in VR, and I just wanted to get through some of the other games first. And then I can dive headlong into that because I think I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy that. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm at a point probably for the next couple of weeks. I'm gonna go ahead and just commit to a couple of games and get through them. Yeah. Um, that may be part of how ha- I like seeing your face change.
1: <laughs>
0: you need to show that to Jason. I'll, I'll explain in context. <laughs> it's so horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I sent him a picture that says how it feels in the seat still wore. It shows a guy pulling down his pants, and underneath him is the exact same shape and opposite form of another guy. So he's basically sitting butt to butt to somebody. Pressing cheeks, man. It just, it grosses me out so much.
2: Especially in a public restroom. That's like, what it's, especially,
0: uh, well, in a non public restroom, you're like, that's my friend's butt. Uh, <laughs> I got to poop somewhere else. <laughs> Little lice on that
2: bitch. uh. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah,
0: it's a good thing they have two bathrooms in every house.
2: That's what I'm looking for—is two bathrooms in my house. I'm gonna be—I uh, live alone, but man, if if I live alone and I come home and I go to sit down and my seat's warm, then I'm definitely fucked at that point.
0: <laughs> so I kind—I of, think you guys would probably agree. I think we ought to take a quick break because we got a few things to talk about news-wise. Yes. Um, And I think future episodes, you're going to be hearing a lot about stuff we played on Steam Cells, so just be forewarned. Yeah, if
2: I've got any extra money, because, oh my God. All
0: right, we'll be back. Yes, we are. Oh, boy. We need a little bit of a break. Indeed. Um, so we are going to talk about news. Uh, we've got some things and stuff to talk about. Uh, one thing I thought that I th- what would be funny to talk about is, either of you guys really understand the Steam Summer Sale game that I got going right now?
2: Uh, there's a button to click and a thing to do and a couple games to play. And um, no, not a goddamn thing. I mean, I I know that there's a nitro button, um, I think. I don't know if it's a point or a boost or well, I honestly haven't the foggiest idea how that games plays. I really don't. But then again, the Steam sale like mini games that they do. Eh, they're just like extra entertainment, I guess. Right. I don't know how I can affect anything. It's like the the smallest little boost. All I know is that Team Corgi for life. Um, <laughs> <'cause>, yeah. <it's... laughs> team Corgi. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's the only one that's winning right now. Basically, if the <laughs> race wins, you can get a free game off your wish list, and that's a thing. Oh, ah, yeah. So it's really confusing. And, and what it is is it's there's a a story that was going around recently that was saying that um, people were deleting games off their wish list because they were part of the deal. Is you can win a, whatever your top game is off your wish list, and people were wanting to up the chances of getting a AAA game for free, right? Because I the, did. And the problem is, is that a lot of these really small games, mm-hmm. based what they think their sales going to be on, be right, release based on wish list rankings. Yeah. So they were saying that wish lists are right basically almost like worth 0.5 sales per wishlist item for the Mm -hmm. predictions Uh, on average. So one in every two people wishlist your item are going to buy it at lunch. So it's actually causing a stir in the indie crowd because they're worried that because of this, it's harder for investors to believe in their sales because people are deleting everything. that's not $60 off their wishlist.
2: But that also kind of highlights the it highlights an issue, I think. It Highlights an issue in what they believe their sales are going to be. Um, so, you know, honestly, you know, doing the um, uh, doing the, the the wish list thing, I, one for sure. Uh, the Steam game or Steam sale, you know, promotion thing. Is being misread by just about everybody that was using Steam at the beginning, at least, uh, where they just cleared their wish list completely and just threw up whatever was fifty nine dollars or whatever the highest price I've items.
0: Just, I just reordered a few things.
2: But it's the thing. I mean, my wish list has been, you know, you know, I use my wish list as a watch list. You know, I I want, I know eventually I'm going to want this game. So I threw it up on the wish list, and I just all I did was just reorder Cyberpunk 2077 to the top. That's pretty easy, because uh, you know that's a game that you can pre-order, and if I got it for free, I'd be happy with it.
0: Yeah, it'd um, be sixty bucks. You're not spending in a few months,
2: right? But I'm not, you know, I'm not going to remove anything from my wish list just for this uh, for this thing because a it'd be hard to find that shit again. You know, I already dug through a bunch of shit just trying to find it. Uh, you know, and, and, and B, aw, that sound. Um, and, and, and B, I, you know, I, I'm not going to change what my wish list is going to be based off of a promotion that I could possibly win.
0: Yeah, I don't even care you know, Brigador. The Armored edition is at the top of my wish list right now and that is fine.
2: Yeah, if, if I got a free game any game for free, that's still a free game. I mean, honestly. Right? <laughs> that's
0: the death dog yawning.
2: So, um you know do I do I agree with uh with the indie developers, you know, okay, I can understand why how they're getting their metrics. But I still think it highlights their um, uh, highlights an issue in how they see what their projections are going to be um, if they're basing solely off of something that can be changed uh, on the whim of a promotion or you know. Or... I think you just
0: wait till after the promotion's over. But I think the problem is is that people have deleted stuff, and that makes them worried that people aren't going to have visibility on their game when it releases.
2: Well, that's also a um, that's also a thing that, you know, that Steam's um, algorithm doesn't serve things up enough because it uses the people's wish lists and previous sales to serve up games that people might like. <laughs> that sound. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I've got her
0: here right next to the microphone. That's but, funny. Yeah,
2: it's... Um, I think that, that that's not the way that it should be served up, and it kind of screws it screws those indie developers that are relying on it, but... I mean, I, yeah. The other problem is the damn game is complicated as fuck. Uh, well, true. I mean, they there's tokens and points and boost points and a boost meter that is based off of how much money you've spent, and, uh, you know, you can only nitro boost certain things but you have to play games to get nitro boost and then you get tokens for playing other games and getting achievements and it's it's really weird it is It's yeah, very i don't weird. i
0: don't understand any of it all i know is that i press and i don't want to spend the time doing it because i have that time to do one of two things catch up on movies that i want to watch mm-hmm. or play a game for a couple hours in the evening
2: the only thing that i'm working towards on that whole thing is if you get 15,000 tokens, you get $5 off of a game. I'm like, okay, so as long as I'm playing a game and I press the boost button every, you know, if I press the boost button 15 times, I get 1,500 tokens. And then I can use that for $5 off of a game. And then
0: I'll probably use it for $5 off a $15 game.
2: Right, you know, and, you know, just trying to maximize your uh, your benefit out of it. Um that's really the only goal I have. If I get a, a game for free, which is totally RNG, um, then fine. I, I'm, but I put cyberpunk at the very top just in case that, uh, it just becomes a, you know, that becomes the thing that I get for free. Hopefully if I don't, I've never won anything from a steam sale ever. So if it happens, it
0: happens. And there's me and about five people at work that are going to see, it's not like an actual bet, right? But like we're all checking up to see if somebody won something, right? You know, but the chances are pretty fucking low.
2: I hear, I heard a couple you know, from a couple different places on the internet that you know that people have won, you know, Cyberpunk, and it shows on the Steam page that you know people who had you know what they'd won was you know, Cyberpunk and Octopath Traveler, which is for whatever reason fucking sixty dollars on PC.
0: Yeah, I was hoping on the Steam sale that it would be like forty or thirty, and I was thinking about doing it for that. No, no. I mean, if you want to play it, I'll I'll lend you my Switch. Uh, (laughs) If you want to, I mean, that's it's not a big deal to me.
2: Um, Bloodstain, Bloodstained,
0: I'm going to borrow from Matt here in a little bit. He's almost done with it. He's put about 45 hours into it.
2: Yeah. It's
0: on PS4 right now, so I'm just going to borrow the actual disc and play
2: it old school.
0: Yeah, I'm just going
2: to pick that up for PC. Uh, And I've been kind of watching Bloodstained because I was a big Symphony Nut guy, so uh, i played through that game plenty of times. Yeah. Uh, And uh, considering it's a Metroidvania
0: IGA game, I will definitely use that. I mean, and there's still lots of ways to play games, right? There's so many games out that I do loan and borrow through friends that we all buy different things, right? Something that may, I have, like I have interest in it, but not the same interest that Matt did. So I knew that he was going to pick it up, and then I'm glad he picked it up on a system that I can borrow from. You know? Right, and you're getting a physical copy, which is rare nowadays.
2: Um. <laughs> not for me. I don't buy digital on console well, if it's a game that I know that all three of us will end up playing, uh, I'll pick it up for a console that we all have so that it could be played, like I did with God of War, you know. Right. But of course, I get free if I, I get first tips. Um yeah, so uh yeah, Steam
1: sale. <laughs> yeah. Jason, what do you got? So, sticking with Steam uh, in light of the recent news that Microsoft's going to be throwing full support their way. Um, Valve decided it was incredibly important to actually reassure the few Linux users of Ubuntu and 32-bit Linux out there that they would continue support for that platform as a gaming platform. Well, I mean,
2: I, I sure do hope so. I mean... Those very terrible steam machines are running Linux, so uh, <laughs> they're they're uh, <laughs> you would want to invalidate those purchases, right? right. Uh, considering they were already depreciated by the time that somebody got them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's that being said, though, there is a, a fair decent amount of people who actually do play on Linux. Mm-hmm. Uh, and want to use Linux because Microsoft has done some stupid shit over the years. Uh, especially, you know, trying to uh, make things a little, you know, a little lighter and a little easier for people to use their uh, systems also causes performance issues and other things. Uh, and I know of a few people that just like the granularity of having a Linux system. You know, being able to control every little thing. Um, So, but but they also say that if it doesn't natively run on Linux, they have emulators for that. So... (laughs) Right. You know, so... Honestly... I don't think of it as a super big issue. I know that it, it kind of hit the internet saying, you know, somewhere saying that uh, Steam was going to stop, you know, drop Linux support. But, uh, I mean, if you look at the the metrics for how many people actually use Linux, it's really tiny. Like, really tiny. You know, there's not it's a lot of people. A, the there. hobbyist hobbyist. Right. It's It's... You know, and, and most of those people, uh, everybody that I know that uses Linux as their main operating system, knows how to work around that shit. I mean, you kind of have to to actually fully use Linux, so they know how to work around that. And if they if games no longer directly are supported under Linux, you know, under Steam, they have ways of getting those things to work. That's oh yeah there's, there's, there's people out there and forums to, uh, you know, to help people with that. So yep. I'm not one of those Linux guys. <laughs> I know how to use it. I just, I like the plug and playability of windows. Right. I, I like when I sit down to play games, I don't want to troubleshoot it. I just want to fucking
1: play a game. <laughs> um, and then another interesting piece I saw Namco, Bandai Namco announced another game, uh, this week uh, post e3 um they're actually putting together a 3v3 arena fighting game uh, based on one punch man
2: i saw this i saw uh like a 30 second clip of this somewhere somewhere on the internet today and i'm like why uh i mean honestly one punch man is <laughs> it, it's a joke <laughs> It was built as a joke. It was written as a joke. <laughs> it was written as a joke. Like, how how do you beat this game? Oh, that's, that's right. Just pick Saitama and two randoms. Right. Because all you have to do is just stand there with Saitama and press the punch button once. And <laughs> you're done. <laughs> game over. <laughs>
1: you win. Next. Right. <laughs> I, uh... I yeah. be honest, I think it's a... <sighs> yeah. I don't know why out of all the properties they have access to One Punch Man, huh? You would pick One Punch Man for a fighting game. I'm sure, the the anime's fun to watch. It is. The manga's even better to read. Yeah. Um, and they've got some really cool characters in there. And there's some really good characters, but to actually make this into a fighting game, I think's a little, but too much of a reach. It was a bicycle man,
2: uh, the moomin rider, moomin. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I just remember the bicycle. Uh, you know, yeah. and, and a bunch of you know, like the over-the-top enemies. I could see those being fairly fun to play, but you know, it's, I don't think there's enough.
1: Yeah. There's enough it, there. You know. It seems like a reach, especially for something that not necessarily everybody's familiar with. You know, yeah, um, revive some of the sure, older shit. I mean, Dragon Ball Z makes sense.
2: Uh, Dragon Ball Z just ex- makes sense because there's a uh, there's a large you know, Western Gundam market makes for it.
1: Sense, uh, you know, shit. Even Sailor Moon halfway makes sense, but. Uh sure I one guess one punch man does not um I just I don't know what kind of market they're hoping to drum up except for a extremely niche market um Yeah this one just this one just puzzles me
2: Yeah No.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah so um,
2: One Punch Man. I, uh, that that game, I assume, is going to flop. Um, I, I haven't really put too much into a Bandai Namco game ever, really. I have with yeah. Dark Souls. Well, you have, but Dark Souls is different, I think. Um, it's just, uh, you know, the Bandai Namco game is just... Never really resonated with me, and I'm not, and especially the anime, you know, focused ones. They just, they just didn't fit yeah. for me. I like my anime as anime. You can read the mangas, and uh, I can't. So <laughs> the, they're backwards and upside down. <laughs> you read them no, right to left,
1: just backwards. Upside down's not a thing.
2: Okay, well, I yeah, they're different. Give me a comic. I'm I'm fine with comics. Um, shit. So there was some uh, some stuff that came out uh, recently about uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven because Cyberpunk, um, and uh, there is, uh, uh, it was leaked somehow. Um, I'm sure that this will change, but the uh, initial install size for uh, for cyberpunk 77 uh 2077 at the moment is about 80 gigs wasn't it like 110 for red dead uh red dead is bigger but red dead also has the uh online component which is you know completely you know it's like an, a whole separate thing it's like two games in one uh so yeah it's not quite as big as red dead but you have to think it's not you know cyberpunk's not quite done yet uh, so, and the, uh, the 80 gig limit is still larger than the Witcher three and all of its DLCs combined.
0: Yeah. The game is like five years newer.
2: Yeah. Uh, true. You know, but that's still, you look at that and you look and, you know, there's gotta be a, a decent amount of game there. That's the idea is behind, behind that number. Um, They also confirmed that there'll be 4K support uh, for the, uh, for the Xbox One X. Uh, So, I mean, if you play games in 4K, that's a, that's a thing. I'm still a 1080p guy, so uh, my, my old man eyes can't tell the difference. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure I could, I just don't have a 4K TV (laughs) Uh, but, or an Xbox one X, uh, for that matter. But yeah, there's, uh, other things that came out that, uh, uh, CD project red had said is, um, that there is going to be, uh, quite a bit of romance options available in the game. If that's a thing that you're into for their games. And I know that, you know, the Witcher has those, but they were kind of scripted because Geralt will put his, put, yeah, he, he will fuck anything that has, you know, hooves or whatever. Um, right. Yeah, you know, he's he, he will fuck anything. Um, so, the, th- the idea that you're creating your own character for Cyberpunk, and that a lot of you know a lot of the uh, NPCs can be romanced in some way, means that there's lots of branching path possibilities for the romances, I guess. And uh, you know that that means that. It's supposed. It's either going to be really, really deep, or it's going to be really, really shallow. (laughs) Right. You know, it's like romance. This person, I love you, (laughs) sucking face, or whatever. And you know, then it's going to be like fucking the the equivalent of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Facebook status in a relationship. You know, (laughs) it's just going to be a thing. Uh, We don't know, uh, but the fact that it's a possibility and that the game is supposedly huge means that you could really put some time into it, I guess
0: I'm just excited about what it has to offer. It seems like it's just a game full of choice. Well, and I like game full of choice
2: that, you know, I'm looking forward to it just for something that's completely different. I'm not super big into cyberpunk stuff, but I could, uh, I could probably get into this just for the, uh, you know, just for the options, you know, the options. I mean, it's just going to be,
0: at this point, I'm looking at it as maybe a better Deus Ex, right?
2: Yeah, it's kind of what, I, what I'm what i taking, you know, is a, a Deus Ex where you can actually kind of create your own character instead of, you know. And, and Deus Ex had that, that dark feel to it, just kind yeah. of like the, you know, everything was just dark, whereas Cyberpunk looks... Like, it's got its balance of, you know, the seedy side of the city versus, you know, just like this bright, open, high-tech areas that you can you can kind of interact with and explore. It looks like a, a weird future, but, you know, we're going to look back at 20, you know, we're going to look back at this game in 2077 and be like, yeah, we were nothing new we're close. If I'm still alive
0: in 2077.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, you know whoever's if we haven't blown ourselves up i digress
1: (laughs) (laughs) or you know
2: died of old age or heart attacks by then yeah well you know i love me some burgers are you hugging that dog like
0: she's like a baby like this kind of pacifies her sometimes
2: uh, okay well
0: she's definitely not
2: not pacified right now
0: Well, see there Uh. she goes this has to get comfy yeah yeah
2: so uh we have uh you have a- a- anything more i mean i saw some uh some uh, a short bit of gameplay for uh, uh star wars jedi fallen order um and i could see where they kind of uh made the the connection between it being like force unleashed and Uh, you know, and and Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Um, Because it's got that, it's kind of got that uh, action feel to it. You have the, you know, the, what are you doing? Um, it, It still has, you know, where you have the blade swipes and you're using force powers and whatnot, but it's much slower than Force Unleashed. Where force Unleashed is basically mean it like, just
0: feels more deliberate
2: yeah it does feel more deliberate that's that's, that's, that's the, the mark of a soul's like right that's
0: deliberation
2: yeah because feel and weight each you know each swipe of the lightsaber did have its uh, it, it felt like it had weight to it which is kind of a weird thing to say because lightsaber but um it was much slower than I expected. So, you know, the, there's gameplay up on the, uh, on the internet somewhere. If you're interested in that game, I, I am interested, even though it does kind of look Soulsish. Uh It's still a Star Wars game, and I'm probably going to give it a try, even though I have been disappointed almost
1: with almost every Star Wars game that I've purchased.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, oh, I'm definitely picking it up.
0: Yeah. Honestly... Right now, I think we're just in a little bit of a game's lull, so play your backlog, jump into Steam Cells. We'll discover things on Steam Cells, talk about them, then you can have a different take on things we haven't played before.
2: Yeah, I'm probably going to also pick up Bloodstained because I really want to play that game.
0: Um, um, for people who don't know, this by the time this releases, it'll be July. Yeah. And so uh, this month, things you can already look forward to is there's a huge update that just came to Starbound. Mm. And for another game that is somewhat like Starbound, but in some ways better, Terraria has their final huge update coming this month. Mm. The month of July, that is. So just be looking forward to that, because I think that both those games, if you like that type of game, are solid as shit. Um, I know that I've got a buddy of mine that almost plays nothing but Terraria, and has like over 400 hours at this point. Um, If you've never heard of Terraria, you should just look at a couple of videos and say, is that cool? No, it's grindy as fuck, but it pays off really hard.
2: Yeah. Uh it has been a while since I played it, but you know, I, I probably should give it another go now that it's been updated a few times. Uh let's see here. I'm looking through like the July stuff uh for uh, for video game releases. Uh oh shit. Um Yeah, Final Fantasy XIV Online is getting Shadowbringers, which is another thing that they keep trying to serve me because I used to play it. So my fucking email is blowing up to get this fucking thing. Looks good, though. Uh not seeing anything super, like, something that jumps right out at me.
0: Um... (laughs) Grifflands and then the new Wolfenstein game come out this month. That's for July. That's that's. Grifflands kind of a... is the new party-based, turn-based RPG. It's hand hand-drawn, done for the people that make Don't Starve or Clay. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Wolfenstein is Wolfenstein.
2: Yeah, see, that's really the only two things that I can see that that I would be really interested in. Sure, there's a few, uh, you know, like smaller releases and. Uh, things that people might be interested in, like They Are Billions, are coming to Xbox One uh, on July 5th, but uh, most of these are just either re-releases or something like Dragon Quest Builders 2, which I'm not really big into. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, uh, which is coming to Switch. Uh, Beyond Two Souls might be something that would be interesting you know, for PC. Uh, that's coming July 22nd. Um and Fire Emblem, which is another Fire Emblem game, if you're into that type of thing. Uh, and then Mutant Year Zero Seed of Evil, which is uh uh it looks like an expansion to the original game. Um that's coming out July 30th. So Yeah, that's so this would be the month of backlog. This is definitely that was definitely what I'm gonna be doing. And we're replaying some
1: of the games that I really enjoyed from a couple of years ago. <laughs> All right. Well, Jason,
0: where can you find us?
1: Find us at tiltcast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash tiltcast and our YouTube channels, youtube.com slash the real
0: tiltcast. Find friends of the show for the love of gaming. Find noquarters.net, PMFcast.com, Cabbage, KBG, and TVGP.tv. They do great things. They do amazing things. But well, that is the end of the damn show. All right. Peace.